What's up, everybody? Welcome to How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything. I'm Stephon Lewis, a licensed psychotherapist. Today, we welcome Amanda. Amanda is a digital storyteller and founder of the platform The Black Expat. Her work in writing is inspired by her experiences living abroad and her enthusiasm for helping others to do the same. But her high expectations lead to perfectionism, which inevitably gets in the way of her larger goal. Let's get into it. Hi, I'm Amanda Bates, and I'm creator and founder of The Black Expat, which is a multimedia platform focused on the experiences of Black folks living abroad, and also the host of the Global Chatter podcast, which is an offshoot of telling Black and Brown stories and all its crazy twists and turns while living overseas. I am the child of two individuals who, depending on who's using the term, expatted or immigrated to the U.S., grew up in a cross-cultural household with two parents who came from two different tribes from the West African nation of Cameroon. And so identity has probably been at the core of my story from the day I entered the planet. And when I was 10, they made the decision to repatriate to their home country If you know anything about Cameroon, it is bilingual English and French. My family is part of the English minority. They moved to the French majority. And so now you've got a 10-year-old American kid who was a Black kid who was a minority in the U.S. who was now looked like the majority, but was still a minority in a Black country. So that was my childhood, navigating the spaces and trying to figure out where do I fit? Because I understood a lot of spaces, but I didn't perfectly fit into any of them. So with all those experiences, the Black Expat was formulated as an idea in the fall of 2015. And when it was first launched, I will be honest, it was like throwing spaghetti on the wall. I just wanted to have pictures and stories of Black people living abroad. Wasn't really sure because I was going for representation. It has changed over the years as we have seen media change where we still have inspirational stories and like these people are amazing who are doing this, but we've also pivoted towards more advice and counsel because as we've grown, people have grown and they now want to know, okay, I'm seriously looking at this. How do I do it? So we moved away from just the, you can do it to like, practically, this is how you do it. One of the challenges of something that is as big in general, it's trying to make sure all the voices are represented. And I know that that's not necessarily the case when you look at other media, but for me, I feel a heart for that because as someone who's been privileged to have their foot in so many different cultural landscapes and so many different communities, I feel it is very important to honor and represent the different voices and experiences even if they're different from mine. And so probably the biggest weight I feel is to always have a disclaimer and say, okay, we are telling this story or we're giving this advice, but I recognize some of us are speaking from passport privilege. Some of us are speaking from language privilege. Some of us are speaking from financial privilege and making sure that we honor that. Because if you're gonna have a term that says it's black, it has to be inclusive. I think when you are someone who has a very big vision for everything, there's this idea of how perfect it should be, right? You want things in a certain way. You want them to look a certain way. I know that I'm very visual. I want to capture things in a way that reflects what's in my head. But I think the reality is that there are times where you have to accept 
And I have to accept that it's not always going to be perfect, but you can still get the message across. And that can be a challenge when you're someone who not only do you have high expectations, but when you're the only one or the first one doing something. And so if you have already set a bar where folks are like, I've never seen this before and everything you do is amazing, there's this fear of kind of disappointing folks and not doing things to the standard of which they have become accustomed to or the way you perceive they become accustomed to. And I think that's one of the things that I, I go back and forth all the time. It is a constant struggle between staying aligned with the mission and goal of what I want to do with the Black expat and also being like, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I do think that part of the desire for perfection comes from the fact that I think particularly when I think about Black women and I think about Black women in this space, and I really think about women of color and marginalized women, it's this idea that we often hold ourselves to an even higher standard, because not only are we doing something that may look different in our own communities, but we're also doing something where, I hate to say it, but if we're measuring against the majority, we want to show up and we want to look professional. And the truth of the matter is that to a certain degree, I got to let some of that go (laughs) because I'm still hitting the goal, even if in my mind, I'm like, well, it's got to look like this, but then I've got a question why do I think it needs to look a certain way anyway if that measure wasn't inclusive of me in the first place? Thank you for sharing your experience with us, Amanda. What stood out for me as I listened to Amanda's story is how she's kind of made a career out of her life. That was awesome to hear that she's, by her own terminology, an expat, but Also, like, interestingly enough, is the child of immigrants, grew up in America, but then is going back to her parents' kind of home country of Cameroon. So that was like a really interesting take on her story of how even when it may look like you fit in and not really having that feeling internally aligned with that. One of the first things I noticed, and this is very common in my work with high achievers, is Amanda's language around perfection. So if you listen to the way she speaks about things, it's, you know, I have to be all inclusive. It's I got to tell everyone's story. And she goes out of her way in her work to make sure that she's not leaving anyone out, capitalize, all caps, anyone. Here's what Amanda said. Always have a disclaimer and say, okay, we are telling this story or we're giving this advice, but I recognize some of us are speaking from passport privilege. Some of us are speaking from language privilege. Some of us are speaking from financial privilege and making sure that we honor that. Part of me made this connection that for her, if she's someone who is kind of been in different environments and doesn't always feel like she might fit in, then the way to kind of hide the difference is to be perfect. And so I think her perfection is a result of that. It is an attempt for her to disguise or to put a veil over or a facade up around whatever this difference is. Part of that also then suggests that for her, she's kind of connected difference with being unpleasant or or negative. And difference just means not the same. The problem with most high achievers is that they get stuck in focusing on how something was accomplished versus what was accomplished. And I think that's the part that we've got to teach them how to let go of. 
if I want to make breakfast, it's important that I have the ingredients, the utensils and stuff to make a nice breakfast, right? And I can, you know, make the eggs and make the bacon and make the toast, turkey bacon for all my people. But it's not getting caught up in that part of it. And that's what I did with the perfection, right? Like I've got to have now, it has to be turkey bacon. It has to, can't be pork. That's kind of the road that they go down. It's, did you make a good breakfast or did you make the perfect breakfast? Were the eggs just right? Did you make all the eggs the way each person wanted them? What bread did you use? And you get caught up in the how something is happening as opposed to did people get fed? And I think it's important to say, like, did I address the issue, the hunger? One of the things I teach the people I work with, the high achievers that I work with, and I think this will be helpful for the people listening, is the concept of scaling. You want to accomplish something. And when you focus on the how you are accomplishing something, you are saying, then I have to accomplish it at a 10. When I introduce the concept of scaling, I'm saying, you mean to tell me then that if you did it to a nine, it wouldn't be okay, or a 9.5, it's unacceptable, or an 8.9. And so getting them to start thinking about how low or how far from perfect could something still be acceptable and good to turn in. When they think about it that way, they have to acknowledge that, well, I want it to be a 10, but it doesn't have to be a 10. I wouldn't throw it out if it were a nine. Then, okay, did we get it to a nine? And if they're able to say that, then it's like, okay, move on. We don't need to keep pressing to get to a 10 because it doesn't really change that much what we've accomplished already. And so I really am strategic about getting high achievers to think in a way that perfection isn't really attainable. And if you do get there, it's not sustainable. You can't live there. That's what we're holding on to, kind of what I call defaulting to perfection. Then what you've done is you've created this definition of success that is so narrow that most everything else will be a failure. And if you do that, then you are preventing yourself from enjoying what it is that you've accomplished. And so there becomes this kind of fear of success because it's not ever as good as it could be for high achievers. When in reality, it's already leaps and bounds ahead of where most people could ever dream of getting to. And you're so focused on what didn't happen that you can't be okay with what did happen. In her experience, Amanda becomes hyper-focused on not offending or making sure that she's not dismissing or ignoring any individual that could possibly connect with a piece or a part of her story. Again, there's that perfectionism language. She wants to connect with everyone. She wants everyone to feel included. I don't know that she's that powerful to do that. And I think Oftentimes, what high achievers do is create this belief that there is a way to get everything done and done correctly. And I'm using air quotes around correctly because that's, for them, there is a right and wrong. And for me, that's more of a subjective understanding of success or what's accomplished. And so I think that also when we talk about Amanda's story is that I think she overestimates how negative the response will be if She wasn't perfect in making sure that everyone was included. And I think that that's a a thing that high achievers often do. Again, that worst case scenario, people will be so upset with me. They will be so negatively impacted if I do one thing imperfectly. And that's not really the case. 
And I think letting go of that responsibility or that belief that the worst case scenario or worst possible outcome is going to happen will allow you to kind of be more free flowing, natural and authentic in ways that people can connect with and identify with. The last thing I'll say is that for Amanda and for high achievers like her, one thing I've also found is that when you are operating kind of in your gift is people want to see you succeed. And so they are kind of overly sweet when it comes to how you are doing what you're doing. They are rooting for your success. They are kind of championing your ability to accomplish things. Think of it like going to a a comedy show. I don't think most people go to a comedy show so that they can boo the person off or they're hoping that the comedian isn't funny. They're going prime to laugh. I am ready to laugh at something. When I go to that show, I am wanting you to say anything. So I'm ready to laugh at whatever it is you say. You can come out and say, hey, you guys look really tired. I'm going to fall out laughing because it's so funny. So it's easier for you to be successful when people are already on your team. And I think you've got to remind yourself that most people aren't really against you. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything. We have really big plans for our show, and we want you to be a part of it. We want to hear about your successes and challenges, your sacrifices, the ways you've celebrated, and what's ahead as you grow. Send our producer, Virginia, an email, and we'll get your story on the show. She's at Virginia at lwcstudios.com. How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything is an original production of LWC Studios. Our show is produced by Virginia Laura. Editing and production support from Jordan Cowling. Mixed by Trin Lightburn. Juleka Lantigua is the creator and executive producer. I'm Stevon Lewis. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Talk2Achievers. Bye, everybody.